Okay. Okay. I don't know if you guys can hear this song. <clears throat> Salutations, my friends. I don't know if you guys can hear this song, but it's talking about how much of a criminal I am. Salutations. 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 Yeah, so we are uh, doing things a little bit different today. Go ahead and tell you. We are doing... A couple of things different today. Uh, this is the actual Crewcast 420 edition, and uh, it's so it is so weird. I'm telling you, man, it's weird to be in this position. Um, it's like all the work we've done for seven years is gone. All of the uh, effort we've put into to trying to wake people up has just kind of been like silenced. We're in, we're desperate. We're, we're basically scrambling, trying to find like ways to reach people. Uh, we're having a track again, whole new configurations of everything we're doing. And it's all in the attempt to bring you guys information. It's all in an attempt to uh, have some, some, some sense of stability, something routine, uh, something that isn't so overwhelming. You know, and I think again, that's because it's like not even halfway through the year, and there's already so much taking place, right? So many different changes. Uh, and like I said, for the people that are listening right now, you don't know this, uh, but we are actually not live on YouTube. We're not live on YouTube. We're not live on Fedbook. Uh, we are on these two new platforms called Trovo and DLive. They have the RTMP. Uh, functionality to where we can simulcast on their platforms. And so that's what we're doing. Uh, we are simulcasting on both uh, DLive and Trovo because uh, the because YouTube deleted our page. Uh, YouTube deleted several years worth of our work. If you can believe it. And so uh, we are essentially here picking up the pieces doing the best we can. Uh, and so that's that's where we are, this 420 <laughs> in 2021. We have a lot of different things to talk about with you great people. We'll have a very, very information-packed episode, don't you worry. But the idea, again, is to let you guys know that we, we do this because there's not really anything else I should be doing. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how else to explain this. Like the other day, I was here. Uh, dealing with some local stuff, man. And, you know, it just kind of, it tripped me out realizing how much I'm willing to go to bat for other people and how little uh, they're willing to do for themselves. How little they're willing to do for themselves. Uh, and, and, and again, how your intensity sometimes makes people fearful. That's a very real thing. Uh, your excitement, your joy, your clarity, Sometimes that does, it, it, it scares people. I have to remember that. Uh, and, you know, it, 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 it's just really a wild time, really. It truly is such a wild time to be alive in this world. It's a, a, lot, a, a wild time to be awake. Like, shucks, man. 
I got this whole show together. Not really. I got this whole this 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 whole um stream together and I didn't really even go grab like show notes or episode notes or something like that to put together. Uh this just again shows you kind of how chaotic things are on this side of the screen. I haven't done a proper intro. Uh you know, I'm just flying by the seam of my pants at this point letting you guys know again. Uh we're doing the best we can to provide you guys with information and at the same time, give you guys a haven to go to come to. And that's sad because you would think that these social media platforms would allow for that to happen. Uh, but unfortunately that's not the case. We don't have any safe havens to go to censorship. I'll just go ahead and say it. Censorship is a motherfucker right now. They're taking everybody. Uh, and, and and it's creating situations like what we're in right now. And so we are seeing a great shift take place. And the best thing I can say to do is to continue staying the course. Continue moving forward, knowing full well uh, what's going on. And it's not going to be easy. It re- getting to this point wasn't easy. But what I'm learning is it's 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 somewhat of a it's a battle of the wits, no doubt. It's for sure a war of attrition, and we are dead smack in the center of it. And so as much as I would like to kind of just hang up my cap and gown and you know, kind of pass the torch to somebody else and say, oh, well, shucks, I did the best I could, to a degree, that's not the case. I could be doing much better. I could be doing, a much, I could be doing much more. We all could. And that's the plan is to push yourself to your limits so that you can recognize your limitations and overcome them. And I know that sounds cheesy. I know that sounds like (laughs) cliche, but that's what you really have to do. You literally have to put your best foot forward and then you have to outdo yourself the next day outside of that. And very few people want to go through that transformative process. Very few people understand that that could be their reality. And so, you know, we have a lot of changes that we're working through over here on this end of the screen, over here on this end of the operation. And again, it's all designed to make us a better, more resilient operation in the face of all this adversity that's going on. It's like what we used to say like a couple of years ago, we're not going to shrink and shrivel in the face of all this adversity. Heck no. We're going to rise in the face of it. We're going to adapt, overcome, improve, and move forward because that's the plan. And so, because, and this is just how it all works, because we have been taken off of, again, these mainstream platforms, Instagram, YouTube, uh, I'm waiting for the response from Facebook. I could care less uh, because we have taken, been taken off of these mainstream platforms. Look at what we've been able to, in a week's time, uh, put together, you see, and we're still working on the website. That is definitely something that's probably going to be launched in the next couple of like months or so weeks or so. Uh, again, this, this kind of threw us off for a loop. Uh, but again, we're just innovating, adapting and overcoming. We're seeing the problem. We're assessing the situation and we're doing the best we can. And so that's kind of all I really want to say on that. There's probably a lot more, but I think that's probably the best place to leave it. Uh, And with that being said, let's go ahead and start getting into the actual show, right? You guys are here for that. 
not everything else. Real quick, let me do a little quick intro. If you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by going to our patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction exclusive membership program. Uh, when you go there, patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction, and you can tap on that little tab up in the corner right there, become a patron, and it'll show you some of the different tiers uh, that we have available to you. We have been having a very, very... It, it, a very, very interesting conversation uh, with our exclusive members. It's actually very crazy to see the audience and interact with them on sometimes a personal level in the face of all this stuff that's going on. And so uh, that's that's one benefit. What we need to do whenever we get some time is uh, setting aside and archiving all the all, all the all the all the content we have. We have a fair amount of things that are available to you. Uh, when you join the exclusive members like music here let me just go ahead and pull this up for you guys i'm looking at it as i describe it to you let me go ahead and pull it up for you this is patreon.com forward slash freedom faction uh you know you get access break free shows uh we also have weekly meetings or bi-weekly meetings uh there's a lot of stuff Again, interviews that we do with other people that we need to be adding to our public feeds. There's a lot of stuff, uh, and I'm trying to build it up more, again, because we should not be being invested on these mainstream platforms. We need to build a redoubt for people that want to look for the information. And so if you guys want to support this operation, again, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash freedom faction and joining us. I would do a little quick plug uh, for my Patriot Supply historical goods, but if we get into that portion of the show, I'll do so. I'll do so. Uh, but for now, I think I think the best thing to do would be to uh, get into a quick news blitz. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and start getting into the news. And again, we are simulcasting on Trovo, DLive, as well as Telegram. And because of not only the date, right? It is 420. Not only because, not only the date, uh, but the time and the situation we're in. People may not be joining us, and that's all right. Uh, that's all right. Having a classic show, right? A classic show where we're just looking at all this crazy crap's going on. So if you're listening to this uh, on 420 or 421, go ahead and kick back. And let's take a look at all the other insanity that's going on. So here is your quick news blitz this 420, 2021. Right here, 149, 149 illegal aliens crammed inside trailer found in Texas. It says, as the border crisis spirals out of control, U.S. Border Patrol agents on Friday found a shocking amount of undocumented people stuffed inside a commercial trailer north of Laredo, Texas. The incident occurred on jet on April 16th when a large commercial trailer arrived at the Interstate Highway 35 pe- checkpoint. During a routine, non-intrusive scan of the trailer, agents, quote, observed multiple anomalies inside the trailer, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Smuggling. Like we said before, human smuggling. It has just become normalized. It has become Mainstream. 
That's right. We are getting used to all of that. Right here, Biden considers slashing the amount of nicotine and cigarettes. Very interesting. Our authoritarian father, our big brother, Beijing Biden, cares about our lungs. Interesting. Wow, this is a this is this is wild. Check this out, guys. Uh, Nuke alert! Strategic Strategic Command warns Biden administration must prepare for nuclear war with conflicts that could escalate rapidly. Article by Tim Hoff of the Gateway Pundit. They put this up April twentieth. It says the U.S. Strategic Command warned on Monday that the U.S. must be prepared for nuclear war. They're itching for a conflict, and what better? The nukes. The Sun reported that the United States must prepare for nuclear war as current conflicts could escalate, quote, very rapidly, according to a stark warning from the U.S. Strategic Command on Monday. It came ahead of the agency speaking to Congress on Tuesday morning, where they warned that the U.S. is currently facing, quote, two nuclear-capable strategic peer adversaries at the same time from Russia and China. So the saber-rattling that Joe Biden did against Russia meant nothing. It had no effect. <laughs> it angered them. Uh, we'll see if we can start covering this in our uh, uh, in the main show. But over here on Telegram, we had posted an article. Let's see if we can get it up for you guys. Uh, over here on Telegram, we posted an article about how uh, China has taken a step back on their on 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 their stance with Bitcoin. China is beginning to actually advocate Bitcoin, calling it an investment alternative. Yeah, check this out right here. We have posted another article to go with it. Uh, In huge reversal, China now calls Bitcoin, quote, investment alternative after years of crackdowns. They go on further to say that China has no desire to replace the dollar as the global reserve currency with the digital yuan. That's great. So as China's coming out with digital currencies, Biden is stumbling, crippling our economy, and we are falling ever faster down the hole. Sad days. Sad days, that's right. China says it has no desire to replace the dollar as global reserve currency with the digital yuan. That's right. So the the dollar devaluation is taking place, uh, and we are for sure seeing that happen. Let's get back into the news. Let's see if we can find some more. And we have to start doing this. Uh, We have to start, sounds crazy, uh, censoring ourselves whenever we say things like C-19, right? They have that uh, that software that's able to pick up on even how you say things. How crazy is that? It's come from Signs of the Time. Apple lifts ban on social network parlor after it agrees to, quote, content moderation. But users worry free speech site is now neutered. I would agree. We've talked about it over here on the show. How uh, that is the case. As much as we like the idea of Parler, 
you will not be allowed on these platforms unless you submit. That's how it works. You will not be allowed unless you submit. Censorship is our future. They do not want us communicating. And this is a sad state of affairs. Check this out. Pathetic leftists record himself flipping off rows of cops, yelling at them one by one. F you. Quit your effing job. But Twitter puts him in his place. This is an article by Dave Urbanski from The Blaze. They put this up today. <clears throat> it says, with police across America for several years now, forced to take up all take on all matters of abuse and Senator Missouri getting bolder and bolder, we're witnessing scenes we couldn't have imagined a decade ago. Like the viral video showing brave officer, brave souls dumping buckets of water on New York City police officers and cops having little choice but to simply walk away as they're doused over and over. Let's see if we can get this this, this video up for here uh, for you guys of uh, <laughs> of some of the crazy stuff that's going on in the streets of America. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention, it's basically open season right now. We're having destabilizing events take place. People are freaking out. We're having riots. And the race war uh, is being stoked. And it's sad, man. We are seeing vitriolic hate likes this country has never seen before. And like I said, like we said a couple years ago, we thought it was woke and cool and trendy to hate God. Uh, look at Look at where this mentality has evolved. It truly is astonishing and sad at the same time. Uh, but here is uh, this this video. This is this uh, this leftist screaming "f you" to police officers. Let's get this up. Fucking job. Fuck you. Quit your 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 fucking job. Fuck you! Quit your fucking job! Fuck you! All right. Quit your fucking job! Fuck you! Quit All right. Yeah, this guy is so cool. Such such an edge lord we have here. Such an edge lord. <laughs> so so there you have it. Uh, it has now become again trendy and cool to just like scream "f you" to the cops. Like that is a uh, a valid argument. And it's not even an argument, man. Again. I was thinking about this the other day, really, I guess, like today or earlier this morning, however you want to look at it. When I was out on the hike, I was thinking about this, how, you know, what's happening right now is the cops are being demoralized to a point to where they don't even want to do a jo- do their job. This very same news outlet, The Blaze, uh, did an article about the cops out here in New Mexico and how 10 of them quit over this most recent incident. And we weren't involved in it, but uh, there was a mix-up in the chain of command. They reprimanded one of the officers that got a mix-up because they didn't communicate what they wanted to do with some of the people that they had got, gotten detained. Ten officers left because of the chain of the command. You have the, 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 the sheriff's office down here essentially saying that we understand it. There's no morale. There's no morale to police the citizens whenever they don't want to sit up over here and cater to this type of nonsense. And so that's the plan is to demoralize. Uh, the, the population to a point to where they don't or at least demoralize the police to a point uh, to where they don't want to stand up to where they don't want to actually be defenders of the of, of the people. Right. Again, we have these protests going on here in America right now in Minnesota, Minneapolis, the Derek Chauvin trial, things like that. Uh, and I'm not standing up for police. You know, I'm actually anti-police state. 
But what's happening right now is, again, the eroding of morals, the acceptance of lawlessness, and the catering to the mob. Um, I'll say this, and I'll get back into the news blitz with you guys. I just kind of think it's crazy. Again, reading that article by Michael T. Snyder, if we're ready for flash mobs, revolutionaries, and brain chips, and a lower standard of living, it talks about that. Again, if we're all protesting, doing all this, who's working? Who's helping actually build up a society? Now, I understand the difference between community and society, but these are completely different things. And so we're not focused on the bigger picture. We're only focused on ourselves. Very, very interesting. So let's get back into this news blitz for you. Pharmaceuticals earn $152 billion from the pandemic, of course. My God, of course. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, let me see if I can pull up a quick clip for you guys or a quick article for you guys. Of course, the pharmaceutical companies are raking in le cash, le feria, the dinero, bruh. Of course they are. Look at this right here. New UK challenge trial studies if people can catch the coronavirus again. Of course, the pharmaceutical industries would benefit from the pandemic. Of course, we would see their wealth increase. This is what I've been freaking out about for years. Well, I guess since like this entire pandemic, why are we allowing pharmaceutical companies to dictate to us what health is? This entire pandemic, you've not heard anything about vitamin C or vitamin D3. When you do, you hear about the FBI SWAT team and doctors over it. You don't hear anybody talking about, you know, zinc, selenium, iodine. You don't hear anybody about, you know, natural immune boosting uh, treatments, therapies that you can undergo. No, 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 no. You got to get your vaccine. Yeah, because uh, experimental medicine equals health. Yeah, I got into it with somebody here locally about that. How you can't just inject health into your body like you actually have to be healthy. It's about like nutrition. It's about health. It's about fitness overall general wellness. And when you like uh, inject yourself with an experimental concoction, you're definitely not just going to instantly be healthy. Life is not a video game, right? You're not Max Payne. You're not over here just gobbling up a whole bunch of pharmaceuticals and then doing, doing whatever you like. Life doesn't work like that. But again, you see, this is what happens when you have a dumbed down population. They get spoon fed this type of information. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Yes, you have cops, or, or yes, you have pharmaceutical companies earning one point or $152 billion from the pandemic, the same way the technocrats got money for basically forcing us to work from home. Ah, oh, shucks, this is a darn shame. We're going to have to read this one. Experts warn of impact of coronavirus pandemic on children's mental health is, quote, increasingly alarming. An article from Patriot Rising, they put this up April 20th. It says health experts are concerned about the effects of the coronavirus, pan oh, look, shucks, uh, the C-19 pandemic on the mental health of the general population, particularly the children. According to health experts, children are some of the most affected by the pandemic because of the repeated lockdowns and the sudden and significant changes in everyone's life. Governments have enforced lockdowns or heavily restricted movements to try and stop the spread of the C-19 pandemic. These rules have changed life for everyone, with people stuck at home and often isolated away from their friends and loved ones. Yes, 
Yes. Uh, and then it goes on to talk about uh, health experts warn more suicide attempts in cases of self-harm in younger patients. We talked about this. Uh, children are unable to speak about their struggles, things like this. It's, this is a darn shame. Yeah, this this truly is. We've, we've, we've talked about this on the show as well, uh, how some doctors are more or less worried, not necessarily about like the amount of suicides. Well, they're worried about that clearly as well. Uh, but they're also worried about the severity and the intensity at which some of these children are committed to killing themselves. And it's 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 horrible, man. It really is horrible. Uh, another one from the Gateway Pundit. China Joe signs executive order banning federal use of the words, quote, Wuhan virus to describe the Wuhan virus. Great. So we can't say illegal aliens if they're illegal aliens. We can't say Wuhan virus if it came from China. Right. Uh, and this is the gradual, this is the gradual acceptance of a dictatorial administration, uh, the banning of words, the banning of travel, right? Accepting that, uh, and I'm sure we'll get into it here eventually with the uh, protests and things like this. Uh, but just a whole lot of craziness going on, man. And this, uh, to speak on this. People understand that Joe Biden, JB, JB and HB, his 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 coke dusted son, are shams, man. Like what I'm trying to say is, you have a lot of people experiencing uh, Biden voter regret because it's a very real thing. They understand that this dude's illegitimate. They understand that this guy's not real. They understand there's a lot of shady stuff uh, surrounding this guy. And guess what? They can't back out because he's our president now. He's our president, and we've got to figure out what we're going to do about this. Yeah, here, let, let me see if I can pull this up for you guys. Over here on the, the gram of Tele, Telegram, uh, we have this article link for you. It says Biden administration bans the use of term illegal alien, saying that the words we use matter. So I'm engaging in bigotry. I'm engaging in xenophobia, isolationist, nationalistic uh, behavior. I need to be reeducated. Right? I am a threat to everything they hold dear. Everything. You know, we, we, I guess I look at all this stuff and I started thinking to myself, Government cannot, uh, government can't create morality. Like government can't do what people are hoping that government does. Like people have to understand that, that, that you're, you, they're trying to make it. You cannot legalize morality. I think that's like what I'm trying to say. You cannot legalize morality things. Like, like here. Let me pull this up real quick. This is another thing we put up over here on Telegram. Uh, this will make you cringe. And I think this will make my point, uh, or at least it'll allude to it. Madonna says that the vaccination America needs is to keep us all safe is gun control. And so what she's trying to say is that uh, America is sick and that through gun control, right, regulating ourselves through, through, through that technocratic lens or through that authoritarian lens, right, whenever we submit ourselves to the technocrats will be better. When we give up our guns, 
right? When we become defenseless, when we're not able to protect ourselves, that's when we'll be better. Let me see if I can go ahead and pull this article up for you guys. And I'll pull, I'll pull up uh, Fauci talking about how uh, we need to do gun control as well. Yeah, this comes from Nima Harris. They put this up yesterday, April 19th. Madonna says the vaccination America needs to keep us all safe is gun control. Pop star Madonna posted a video pushing gun control as the, quote, vaccination America needs at this time. Let's see if we can find this this quick clip. They say it's there on Instagram. It says, in an Instagram clip posted on Saturday, Madonna is seen wearing a blue baklava, shouting, wake up, mother effers, and demanding somebody hand her the glue while hanging up posters featuring the hashtags, hashtag wake up America, hashtag gun, co- gun control now. And so here is a super woke Madonna. Let's see if we can get this up for you. Here is super woke Madonna waking you guys up saying uh, gun control is super woke. I'm super cool. We've got to we, we, we've got to, you know, topple the patriarchy. We've got to make people defenseless. We've got to get guns off the streets. This will make you cringe. I'm sure. So woke. In the name of the revolution. So woke. There, there are your celebrity influencers. I, I got to get this garbage off of my screen. I'm sorry, guys. Like I said, that'll make you cringe. Uh, but there is Madonna saying that gun control is the vaccination we need. If we want to keep ourselves safe, if we want to have a, a, a submission to our, our masters, we have to give over to gun control. Let me see if I can pull this quick clip of uh, Anthony Fauci weighing in on gun control as well. And again, I'm just, this is me just showing you guys how we are being put into a position of subservience and how they're, they're, how they're removing the idea for you to defend yourself, for you to take care of yourself, uh, for you to be, a, again, a sovereign, free-thinking individual, right? No, 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 no. What these people want from you is capitulation. Here is Dr. Anthony Fauci weighing in on uh, gun control. Insanity. Okay, let's remove this gun bag. So, so what we're beginning to again see is a big brother, the technocratic system, right, assert itself over our rights. The same way that we saw, uh, I think, when Representative Jim Jordan actually get shot down when begging Fauci for an answer, saying, "When are we going to go back to normal? Why are our rights being trampled? Why do you have a, no problem with this?" Right. We are now seeing the technocrats 
take over and assert their importance over our life. They know what's best for us. Our freedoms and liberties are considered archaic. Uh, let me pull up this quick clip for you guys, and then we'll try to get back into the news blitz, and then we'll uh, we'll carry on. Uh, but this is Representative Jim Jordan grilling Dr. Fauci on when the restrictions will be removed. So he's 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 he already knows about gun control. That's a public health emergency, but he's not talking about this current health emergency we're in. Uh, I'm only going to play a little bit of this and try to skim forward. The whole clip is like six minutes long. You guys can find it in our Telegram chat. Uh, but uh, let's play this and then we'll continue on. And there it is. He doesn't look at it. He doesn't look at it as a as a liberty thing. He doesn't look at it as a liberty thing. You guys can find that clip on our on our Telegram channel. Uh, but there you have it, from the man self, from the man himself. He says that he does not see it as a liberty thing. Uh, Representative Jim Jordan, what are you so worried about? Why would you want to get back to normal? These are the technocrats. These are the scientists. These are these authoritarians who could care less about our predicament, about our life, and how much... We have been disturbed. Let's get back into this. Again, this is China Joe signing an executive order banning the federal use of the word Wuhan virus to describe the Wuhan virus. That's the encroaching uh, authoritarianism that we're being told to get used to. Uh, let's get back to the news blitz right here. You're not the boss of me. She urges resistance to the U.S., Setting the rules for the world. Up oh, there it is. That's it. That's everything you need to know. Let's read a little bit of this. It says Chinese President Xi Jinping on Tuesday issued some aggressive remarks clearly aimed at Washington without naming the United States directly in his keynote address to the Bao Forum of, U of Asia or on Asia. 
His emphasis was to warn against the, quote, unilateralism of a few countries who were, pro who were prone to, quote, bossing others around, which can be resisted via greater global economic integration and avoiding the temptation of decoupling. So you have Chinese President Xi Jinping essentially advocating for globalism because he knows that Biden does not have uh, he doesn't have he doesn't have a say in the matter. He's not a strong leader. He's not uh, he's not Trump. Let's just go ahead and say it. Biden's not Trump. Biden can't go around making some of the influential uh, decisions that Trump did, making some of the, 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 the impacts that Trump did. That's the truth of the matter. Uh, unfortunately, Biden is an incompetent. And he's he's he again, he does this saber rattling stuff that makes us look bad. People know he's a weak leader. Putin tried to literally challenge him to a public debate, knowing that he would just wipe the floor with him. And so China coming out, say, saying this. He's 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 attacking the Washington. He's he's, he's attacking America. That's that, that's China saying that we're going to try to assert ourselves on the global stage that we want to be the ones that call the shots. Just like what we saw with the pandemic, China's, China is the model. And now you see them gradually rolling out the uh, social credit score system with the vaccine passport. Let's get back into this. He, uh, he spelled out that the countries that, quote, boss others around and meddle in others' internal affairs would not get any, any support. And that efforts to, quote, erect walls or, quote, decouple stay against market principles. This veiled swipe against the U.S. included the words, quote, openness and integration is an unstoppable trend. Any effort to build up, to build barriers and decouple works against economic and market principles and will only harm others without bidding oneself, benefiting oneself. So there you have it. China saying that they are going to begin calling the shots. Insanity. And it just goes on and on and on. Right here, the rulers want you locked up in your home forever. They, quote, don't want you to travel. Let's continue on. Continue on. Uh, developing one dead, two injured in Long Island grocery store shooting. The shooter is at large. This comes from the Gateway Pundit. Uh, this next one comes from Sons of Liberty Media. State bill removes qualified immunity for cops who enforce federal gun laws. It will hold them liable. That's right. Do not try gun control. We're definitely going to see some of that confiscation go on here, friends. I'm telling you. It will happen. Will that be the civil war? Will it be the, 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 the roaming mobs, the violence that we're seeing take place? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we will see. I tell you, you know, I, like right here, there's so many. Uh, what's going on with the racial stuff, man? It really does frustrate me. I'll have to probably say something about this on another show. It really does frustrate me to see all this stuff going on uh, with my people. And to just how this is affecting people. Like I had wanted to set aside some time to talk about Marxism and cultural uh, the cultural revolution for sure, uh, but also cultural revisionism. This is why we see cancel culture running amok, just destroying the very fabric of society and just overriding everything that we we, we once held so near and dear. Uh, very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. 
And again, you know, I said this on the last podcast episode. I don't like the fact that every other week or so, it seems like I'm just supposed to get used to seeing another black man killed. That would that 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 pisses me off, man. So I we'll see. Uh, we will see. I mean, they've got every reason to be upset, uh, but this is this constant propaganda cycle of oh outrage, oh frustration, oh injustice and it gets worse and worse every single time um yeah let's get back into this steve Calise, steve scalise takes maxine waters to the task over her incitement saying i was shot because of this kind of rhetoric this dangerous rhetoric remember whenever representative steve scalise got shot at that baseball game him and ron paul and he's basically calling maxine waters out saying hey i got shot over this type of rhetoric you remember that you cannot go down there whip the people up into a frenzy and not expect crazy stuff to happen because that's exactly how he got shot. And that's exactly how other people are going to be hurt in this situation. That's the plan. This is the civil unrest. This is the destabilization. And it, and it, 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 it worries me. And see, look at this. This is what I mean by raw story being like a leftist rag, like a leftist organization. Look at this says insurrectionist traitor Ted Cruz blasted with fury for claiming that Democrats encourage political violence. So while we've got all this stuff going on out there in the streets, right? You got them calling uh, 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 Ted Cruz a traitor. He's a traitor <laughs> for, for, for speaking the truth. This is uh, this is. This is what Raw Story has to say about Ted Cruz. So that's why you got to watch that type of information out there. Uh, this next one comes from the Gateway Pundit. D.C. National Guard activates 250 troops in, pre- in preparation for Chauvin verdict. He's already been, It's already been decided. Derek Chauvin is guilty. And even if he's not guilty, like in court, he's guilty in the eyes of the public. He's guilty in the eyes of the people. Even if he isn't guilty, he will be made out to be guilty. And if he's not guilty, they're going to destroy stuff. They're going to burn stuff. And that's that's the plan. Uh, we are already having so much, again, civil unrest and destabilization. It doesn't matter what the verdict is, right or wrong. There's still going to be like riots. That's the sad part. Uh, this this is uh, this this is America 2021. Let me read a little bit of this and then we'll get back into uh, some of the some of the articles. Get back into the news blitz for uh for you guys again this comes from the gateway pundit it's by cassandra fairbanks it says the dc national guard has activated 250 troops ahead of the verdict in the Derek chauvin case right this is unhinged california representative maxine waters traveled to minnesota riot plagued brooklyn center and called for people to quote get even more confrontational if Derek chauvin is acquitted blatantly endorsing the violent mob rule President Joe Biden will also be speaking after the verdict is announced. The D.C. National Guard approved a request from the Metropolitan Police Department to activate troops as they prepare for the protests and the riots that are expected. The Guard issued a statement on Monday saying that it would activate approximately 250 personnel to, quote, support local law enforcement in the response to potential First Amendment demonstrations. Let me see if I can pull up for you guys real quick a clip that we played on our uh, podcast episode just the other week, just last week, of some of those National Guard members 
literally coming up, shooting people in the streets. Kid you not. Like with a shotgun. They were probably rubber bullets, no doubt. Um, but yeah, no, they for sure have people being shot in the middle of the street because of all this protest and stuff that's going on. And again, this is just getting us used to the gradual destabilization that's taking place, getting us used to chaos, getting us used to the unrest. Just again, uh, we're seeing a war on the people, the likes of which has not been done before. Uh, but here is the National Guard defending the Brooklyn Center Police Department against protesters. <clears throat> and so we have a for our for our because we have Telegram people that are listening right now, salutations to uh, Fay Money. We uh, we have people who are listening on platforms that uh, can't hear what we're streaming. Uh, this is what happens when we simulcast on multiple platforms, uh, but you'll be able to hear it in the replay. I'll just go ahead and describe it to you. Uh, but you're essentially seeing two National Guardsmen run up to the chain link fence that they have erected uh, and this is after you see two or three bottles being hurled over this erected fence. Again, you see National Guardsmen run up with riot shotguns, putting them in the chain link fence as a holster and with, uh, with, with, uh, you know, with another guardman coming up, basically giving them supporting fire, shooting down rioters. And so this is what's going on in the streets out there. And so they have activated an additional 250 troops ahead of the verdict because regardless, they are expecting the unrest. This is America 2021. We are just getting started. Let's go ahead and start getting back into the news blitz for you guys. This is the, this is the snapshot of the world we have uh, now found ourselves living in. This is that new normal that they want us to get used to. So yes, DC National Guard activates 250 troops in preparation for Chauvin verdict. As if we were surprised. We have an eight minute clip on our Telegram channel of uh, Antifa basically coming together in the middle of the street saying, hey, we need to start keeping things secret. We need to start, you know, being more low key. If you have a burner, get one. We need to start. They're saying the same things that we're doing in their own way. They're saying we need to get off these platforms. We need to get our own burner cell phone. Uh, we need to start being more. We need to be a lot smarter in how we're communicating and how we're deploying out there. Uh, after calling for direct action, right? They essentially had like a little eight minute powwow street meeting about where they're going after this and how they're going to move forward uh, because every single Unfortunately, because every single death uh, that occurs, this presents for them an opportunity to strengthen their ranks and at the same time sharpen their skills. And that's exactly what they're doing. They understand what's happening. Things are getting crazy out there. Uh, another one from Raw Story. MAGA rioter who vowed no remorse or shame for his actions has been arrested by the feds. Seems like another capital rioter has been arrested. They take glee in the hunting down 
of uh, political, not necessarily adversaries, uh, but opponents. This one comes from Drudge Report. They say that media freedom has deteriorated during Corona. I would agree. It's called censorship. That's why we're here today. Another one from uh, a Drudge Report feed. They just basically confirmed what we had uh, talked about earlier. 149 people have been found locked in a trailer inside Texas. Again, just normalizing human trafficking. This is very sad. Let's hope it's a. Uh, not too true. Missing teen found 500 miles away from home with no memory of who she is. Let's hope that something unfortunately did not happen to her. Let's hope that that's a more mysterious uh, instead of a more sinister situation. Right here. Youth conspiracy theorist Greta Thunberg blames COVID-19 on on species transmission to pump up the global warming hysteria. Another one that comes from the Gateway Pundit. Very interesting. Very interesting. I told you that on the heels of COVID, we were going to see a lot more, uh, a lot more, Climate change, a lot more of the climate change, protect Mother Earth, global narrative taking place. And for sure, we are. Now, this is very interesting. There's two articles I want to pull up here for you guys. Uh, cops swarm innocent kids. They steal their bikes and arrest them for not having a bicycle license. This is a group of black teams were swarmed by cops and had their bicycles stolen and were arrested over failing to have proper licenses to ride said bikes. Now, we have the video clip. We'll play that here shortly for you guys. Uh, but uh, here, here, let's just go ahead and pull that up for you now then, since that is the case. Again, you can find this clip over here on our Telegram channel on which we are simulcasting. Uh, we don't have... <laughs> Unfortunately, Telegram doesn't have a video for a video portion, so we can't uh, we can't simul stream on Telegram as well. But uh, let's go ahead and pull up this quick clip for you guys. These are of these teenagers being stopped by cops for not having <laughs> uh, for for not having a bicycle license. Insanity. Yeah, cops swarm innocent kids, steal bikes, and arrest them over stop for a bicycle license. They're arresting him, literally arresting him for not having a bike, or for having a bike. That's crazy. Crazy. Six cops to arrest somebody for riding a bike 
without what they describe as a bicycle license. If you needed any more evidence that you live in a police state, look no further. Look no further. That's sad, man. It really is sad. But this is the uh, this is the world that we're be we're being told to tolerate. That it's okay to treat people like this, to engage in this type of behavior. That is a darn shame. It really is. Being arrested for for for, for not having a bicycle license. But again, this is the world that we're in, man. This is what happens whenever you just keep giving more and more power to this like authoritarian system, and then we wonder what the what happens. I'm like, oh, I can't believe that would happen. To protect and serve, and then here's the cra- here's the cra- here's the crazy paradoxical situation we found ourselves in now, right? So we're supposed to protect the cops because we know they're about to basically just get thrown underneath the bus because of all this other racial crap that's taking place. But at the same time, we have situations like that happen. To where they're literally like arresting kids for not having bikes. It's like, how can I stand up for organizations that are literally down to persecute people like that? Like that's insanity, right? Like this is where those Marxists come in and they say, "Oh well, these are the oppressors. Why are we giving? Why are we giving attention to the oppressors? Why are we worshiping the oppressors? These are the people doing this type of crap, and they're not wrong. They're not far off uh, because of again the crazy things that 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 go that these people will do." Just following orders or, you know, something crazy like that. Let's have a little bit of a switch up. Here is a quick video of multiple military members basically saying they're not going to get the vaccine. This is the type of uh, response we should be seeing. Not having cops literally uh, go around and detain people for not having a having having bike licenses. Uh, But here is multiple members of the military refusing saying F no, they won't get the vaccine. Fuck no, what if I die? Fuck no, I don't want to die. And so I don't know, man. I, I I have, part of me gets like saddened seeing all this stuff go down. But then at the same time, I see stuff like that where even, it's, 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 it's just not being talked about. It's just not being supported, the fact that people are not going to get the vaccine. And this is what we talked about before literally getting kicked off of Instagram. You know, the fact that There is more of that narrative out there, but it's just not being talked about because they don't want people to uh, rally around that narrative. They don't want people to think that there is an alternative. They don't want people to think that they can do things. They want to think that everybody's getting the vaccine when they know that's not the case. Uh, There's a couple clips I have I want to get into here with you guys because, gosh, there's just so much crazy crap going on already. Um. God, it's like, where do you begin? Or where do you get back into it? 
let me pull up this quick article here for you guys from summit.news. It talks about giving uh, people basically ankle bracelets instead of attending quarantine right here. Australia minister refuses to rule out electronic ankle bracelets to enforce home quarantine. An article by Paul Joseph Watson over there at summit.news says even the fully vaccinated could be treated like criminals. And so we're already seeing this. The vaccine doesn't save you. The mask doesn't save you. Uh, but people are just so hell-bent on showing that they're a part of the system, that they're doing their part to help, that they're willing to literally be treated like criminals. I mean, again, that's the whole point behind you wearing a mask, behind everybody wearing a mask, and so that everybody's a suspect. And just like this, you become a criminal. Let's read a little bit of this. It says that uh, a senior government minister refused to rule out Australians being forced to wear ankle electronic ankle bracelets, even if they are fully vaccinated to make sure they are complying with home quarantine orders. The astounding suggestion was made by journalist David Spears during an interview with Employment Minister Stuart Robert about how authorities would ensure returning travelers stay at home. Quote, what sort of ideas would there be for this? Regular visits, inspections to make sure they're home, ankle bracelets, some sort of monitoring. How do you do it? Spears asked. Mr. Robert did not rule out those those prospects, reports NCA Newswire. So there you have it. Ankle bracelets, if you don't want to voluntarily quarantine. The sad part is, is we played a clip from our Telegram channel of a man literally having his front door kicked in. The privacy of his home, disturbed. All because he broke quarantine. He played the clip for you guys. It was actually very, very dystopic. Very, very dystopic. Because that's it. They, they, they want you to get used to the idea of being underneath an authority, uh, underneath authoritarian rule. That you don't have rights. That you don't have freedom. That you won't escape. And that's sad because we know that people are, again, waking up and droves, waking up and fighting back, waking up and rebelling against this. They just don't want to show us. Here is civil rights attorney, I think, Leah Dundas warning against turning schools into experimental COVID vaccination centers. She has also called for the resignation of the county health officers and the school super board intended. I'm not going to play this for you in its entirety. Again, you guys can find this on our Telegram channel, uh, but it's, again, important to highlight these type of things that are taking place because these are benefits. This is progress. These are allies. These are people who are actually going out there, doing the work, and making a difference. Uh, but again, here is a civil rights attorney warning against turning the schools into experimental COVID vaccination centers.
<laughs> awesome. Awesome. More of that. More of that. We'll uh, we, we we'll have brainwashed sheeps saying, "Listen to this Carol, this to to this Karen," uh, instead of people who are actually waking up, understanding what's happening. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be getting into more of this, your news, uh, more of these topics. Again, I think it's because of this new configuration, us not having uh, our proper network, that it's just us right now, that we're just heavy chilling, doing the best we can. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to be getting into more and this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back, right after this. Always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with, with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing. Germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from in this country? Have you noticed this? Infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu. And, and Americans, are they panic easily. So now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous, and it goes to ridiculous lengths. Fear of germs, why these fucking pussies? <laughs> hey, where's your sense of adventure? Take a fucking chance, will you? <laughs> Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're fucking weak and you got a fucking weak immune system. Now, hey, hey, let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. And at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one. Ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. It strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered in raw shit. Just this warrior! It's the bias 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, you know, I was uh, basically trying to check out the, uh, I was just, you know, seeing how the breaks would do with this platform. I'm telling you, man, it feels so weird not, uh, not, not seeing the comments, not seeing the hearts. Not uh, it, it feels so weird and so surreal to be in this position because I know full well that like we're having an audience. It's just it's just so weird being in this position like this. And that's why this episode won't be that long. Uh, it's to kind of just again show you guys where we're at. You know, uh, it's not that it's not that the drive's not there, but really taking down the page like that did a real number uh, to the operation more so than I'd like to admit. And while we might be recuperating, that doesn't mean we fully recovered and that we've healed over and that this scab fell off. You get what I'm saying? Uh, the wound is still fresh and we're still doing the best we can to provide you guys with the information in an appropriate fashion. And so, you know, I've, uh, you know, I, I think what I'm trying to say is I, I, I took it for granted, as I typically do, as everybody typically does in their own way, shape and form. I took it for granted what we had accomplished. I took it for granted what we were doing. And it came back to bite me in the keister, and I'm the only one to blame for that. I really am. 
you know, no, like uh, it just it, again, it just feels so weird because it's not like we're we're like adrift and you know a wash. Like, oh no, what are we gonna do? We we have plenty of things we can do. We're just in that weird position right now, to where everything that we had worked for uh, has been taken. And we don't have the money to go get like a lawyer or an attorney and to sit there and fight fed book, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We don't have the money, uh, you know, to go through lawsuit after lawsuit just to get like an account back that we weren't really making any money on. Uh, we, 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 we just don't. And the sad truth is, man, is, is, is part of me is beginning to look at this as kind of like a blessing in disguise because I have so much, uh, so much more other stuff going on in my life that requires my attention that doing this to a degree. Uh, has become somewhat of an escape. Not really. Uh, it is very important, no doubt. Uh, but there, but it's not life. And so I don't know, man. Like I'm in such a weird vibe. I'm in such a weird mood that I, I feel like the only thing I can do is continue to share it with you guys. And I know I'll make it through it, as as everybody makes it through everything. Hopefully, with my faith intact and more. But you know, it's just it's just an awkward time. You know, we've got the country basically burn, burning down, uh, world government basically being announced, mark of the chip, mark of the chip introductory, uh, uh, proto mark of the chip stuff being introduced into the population. And it's not that I don't have a drive to do it. It's just so surreal. It really is. It's so surreal to be in this position. It's surreal to see all this stuff unfold. It's surreal to be vindicated. It's surreal to have the page deleted. It's surreal to have uh, the the the. the the channel deleted. It's surreal to see all this stuff just day in and day out. And to see us going so fast in the wrong direction. I know where this is going. I know where all this is going. And so do you. And that's why this makes it so difficult because we're, we're, we, we can't go anywhere else. That's the other thing. Like we can't just give up and leave. We can't just say, oh, well, shucks, that's it. Sorry. Like we have to keep pushing. We have to keep persevering. We have to keep doing more. We have to. Because then I see things like this. This is my uh, this is my way to pivot into getting back into the show with you guys. Uh, then I see stuff like this that just enrages me to the nth degree. I'm going to play for you guys real quick a disgusting video. Choose to watch this if you don't. If you're listening, you're spared. Uh, this is a video of children being paraded around at a drag queen show, literally taking cash tips. Let's listen. So there you have it. 
you know, again, I, I think I have been so desensitized by seeing so much of this evil crap that for this to come out, for, for you to literally see uh, drag queen story time rolled out for you, it's, it saddens me. It disturbs me. But at the same time, this should this should set you off on a complete whole understanding of like where we are at. Like what I'm trying to say is this should you should not be surprised by this. If anything, this should just confirm the types, the time frame that we're in, the people that we're dealing with, the things that they're up to and more. You heard her. Go ahead and get your money, girl. And so we don't know if these are girls. That's bad enough that you're taking, you know, little children to strip clubs or these could be boys uh, dressed up as girls. That's even worse that we're now basically subjecting children to become like, you know, objects worth salivating over. Uh, And when you guys go look at the actual video, you'll listen to it. You'll hear somebody say, USA, USA. Like, this is a great thing. Like, he's excited. Like, great. This is awesome that we're in the United States and we live in such a free country where I can see uh, children inside of a strip club. This is great. This is awesome. And so what this makes me want to do, let me see if I just go ahead and stop that. Don't want to get flagged for child porn. Let's see if we can pull up Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) Let's just read about Sodom and Gomorrah real quick. The story of Sodom and Gomorrah and how they lusted after how they lusted after men, how they lusted after angels. Let's see. Yeah, this is rather lengthy. Um, This is rather lengthy. So uh, I guess go ahead and get ready. We're going to be reading from Genesis chapter 19 um, and basically just chapter 19, Sodom and Gomorrah. This is whenever Gomorrah was destroyed. Let's see if we can go ahead and pull this up for you for our audio listeners or for our video listeners. That way they can uh, see what we're reading from. We're reading from the New International Version. Let's see if we can find... Uh, just let's find the King James Version, not the New King James Version. The KJV. The King James Version. There you go. We're going to be reading about the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. And the reason why I'm reading this right after literally showing you a video of a te- uh, not even teenage girls, adolescent children being paraded around at a drag queen story or at a strip club. God knows where that's at is to again, show you that we go through periods of decadence that we do this, that we hit periods of just like broken, destitute, perverted degeneracy to where we are just not even horn dogs. Like we're just beasts or animals. And it's, 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 it's bad. And that type of behavior ends up getting destroyed. Let's read again. This is chapter uh, 19 in Genesis, it says, and then there came two angels to Sodom at, at even and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom and Lot seeing them rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. Then he said, behold, now, my lords, turn in, I pray you into your servant's house and tarry all night and wash your feet and ye shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, nay, but we will abide in the street all night. 
Then he pressed upon them greatly and then turned into him and entered into his house. And he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee last night? Bring them on out to us so that we may know them. That's the key phrase right there. So you got drunken perverts, basically, creeping up, saying, Lot, where were the men that came into your house last night? Bring us out, bring them out to us. We want to know them. And Lot went out to the door unto them and shut the door after him and said, I pray you, brethren, do not be, do not so wickedly. Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known men. Let me, I pray for you, bring them unto you and do ye to them as in good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. So what he's saying right there is I have two daughters. They have not had sex yet. Please love them the way that you're trying to treat them good. Please do not go after these men. They're underneath my roof and I'm trying to take care of them. Please do not do that. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came in a sojourn and he will needs to be, and he will need to be a judge. Now we will deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they were wearied themselves to find the door. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides? son-in-laws, and thy sons, and thy daughters, and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. So what he's saying right there is, listen, if you got any any children, any son-in-laws, and they have any kids and daughters, whatever you have in the city, you need to bring it out of here, because we we were sent here to destroy this. We were sent here by God as a judgment to see how this place is. And these people showed us directly who they are and we have to destroy it. We're going to destroy this place a lot. So you need to grab your family and we're going to leave. And Lot went out and spoke unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters and said, up, get you out of this place for the Lord will destroy the city. But he had, but he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. Oh, you're kidding, Right. Yeah, drag queen story time's all right. What are you talking about, Pop? There's nothing wrong with having these little kids dress up as the opposite gender and dance around promiscuously. What? You don't want to put kids in, 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 in the opposite gender's clothes and have them engage in all type of perverted acts? Come on. California's great. And when the morning rose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife, take thy two daughters, which are here, lest they be consumed in the iniquity of the city. It's like, get your family and your kids out of here. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, right? American iniquity, American lawlessness, American sin. Do not be caught up in the ways of this world. Do not be caught up in the sin. I'm going to play for you guys uh, this. this uh... No, not that clip. I'm going to play for you guys that clip while reading to you. 
this article or at least uh, uh, this 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 chapter of the of the of the Bible. I'm going to play that clip of you uh, for you guys. While reading this to, again, give you that visual understanding um, so you can see it, because, again, we reach these points in pit in history because we we just go down the rat hole and it gets worse and worse. And so this is why you need to get out of places like this. You're already seeing that type of narrative come out here in modern days. You're hearing people say, let these cities collapse upon themselves. Do not try to save these cities, right? If they want to be, if they want to have all this wickedness, if they want to have all this degeneracy, if they want to literally be swimming in the iniquity of the city, what is Las Vegas called? The city of sin. If they want to revel in the darkness, if they want to revel in all that degeneracy and that decadence, let them, okay? And while he lingered, the men laid upon his head and upon the hand of his wife and upon the head of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth and set him without the city. It says, then it came to pass when they had brought them forth aboard then that he said, escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thee be consumed. And Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold now, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast shewed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. Behold now, this city is near to flee into, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city for which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zoar. This is where Lot and his family are fleeing to. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah, rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And so as, as, as Lot flees, right, to Zoar, God brings brimstone and fire to Sodom and Gomorrah because, what, because of some of what we saw that glimpse of what we saw that the perversion of the people of Gomorrah was so of Sodom and Gomorrah was so abundant that they were literally willing to not only uh, pervert children, rob children of their innocence, but that they also wanted to literally have sex with angels, literally have sex uh, with, 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 with messengers of God. And so upon many other things, I'm sure that is one of the great reasons as to why uh, Gomorrah was destroyed. And that's why when we look at this whole situation, we have to look at how we reach these points in history of decadence and degeneracy. And he, and he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the city that which grew upon the ground. <laughs> but his wife looked back from him and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and told all the plain and beheld and lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of the furnace. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out to the midst of the, over, of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. And then it goes on to explain again, um, 
just the lessons that are to be learned there, looking at the situation, understanding that this is not something that should be promoted. This is not something that should be accepted. You see, this is not a, a, an idea. <laughs> that should be accepted. And yet this is the world that they're telling us is normal. It's normal to put your kids in situations like this. It's normal to parade your child around as if they're some type of object, some sex object, right? Isn't that what we hear these days, that sex work is real work? This is, again, the decadence and the degeneracy that they're getting us used to. And we don't think that this is going to create problems. It already is. Uh, by, simply by reading, simply by coming at it from the angle I'm coming at it from, I'm sure I'm considered a racist, bigot, homophobe, however you want to look at it, uh, because I am not talking about the party line. I am not promoting, again, degeneracy, decadence, transhumanism, and so much more. Uh, I, I, again, I just find it so, so, so mind-blowing that all this stuff is happening at like a rapid rate and we just can't seem to see it. And it's definitely not going to slow down. It's going to intensify over time too. And that's the plan is to get people to literally lose themselves in all this insanity. That's why all I can do is end up, you know, recommending to read the Bible, uh, to have a constant, to know full well that this world and this current time frame we're in is designed to destabilize, to 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 make you unbalanced, to throw you off kilter, and to really just rob you of your faith, man. You know, that's that's the whole plan is to is to is to make you feel alone, to make you feel like it's hopeless, you know, and you got to understand just because this stuff is moving fast doesn't mean that it's, in their words, sustainable. Their hate will destroy them. Their vitriolic rhetoric will consume them. And they will destroy themselves. It's for what comes after, though, that we should be very mindful about and very careful. And so even though I see all this stuff going on, I'm I'm, I'm worried in one sense, right? But at the same time, I'm not because I know people will fight back. And it's not going to get talked about. Again, the revolution, the revolution will not be televised. That's why the people who are getting this terror, who, who, who are getting this time right now, they're not the revolution. They're not the resistance. They're the establishment. But that's how deluded they are. That's how crazy uh, the propaganda is. That's how upside down these days are. Look at this right here. Let me see if I pull up this article for you guys. It's over there at Zero Hedge. It basically talks about uh, <laughs> it talks about how sheriffs in Los Angeles are blaming the quote defund the police progressive movement policies. Uh, for the spike in violent crime. Yep. Common sense 
This comes from GQ Penn over there at Epoch Times. They say violent crime has soared in Los Angeles County this year because criminals have have been emboldened by progressive law enforcement policies as well as the, quote, defund the police movement, the county sheriff says. I would agree. And so this is not a set. This is not resistance stuff, right? This is not. This is not real liberation. This is enslavement. Criminals emboldened by progressive law enforcement policies, who were like, "Great, now I don't have to. I don't have to abide by the law anymore. Awesome, this is great. I can scream racist, or I can scream like, you know, whatever I want. I can. I. I can make a big deal out of it." This is the breakdown of law and order, right? This is lawlessness because they're not actually able to uphold the law. Let me see if I can pull up for you guys real quick this clip. We put it on our Telegram channel, and it's. I hope it goes around and people start talking about it. But a man was assaulted in his own neighborhood by activists for trying to get home during a march. And we've seen we've actually seen this happen before, where because this person's trying to get home, right, driving their car, not with the nonsense going about their own business. Activists decide to get in this guy's face uh, because he's not with the nonsense. He's not with the drama. He's just trying to get home. Let's play this and then we'll continue on afterwards. Afterwards, We'll give commentary uh, once it's done. But here's a man being assaulted in his own neighborhood uh, as he's trying to get home. And so you and so you see the cops and so you see the cops come up and so you see the cops come up and detain that guy trying to get into his neighborhood they throw him in the back of the car because they're listening to the cops so we'll play that one more time. What you'll see is you'll see a man literally drive up, try to turn down the street, get out the car, confront the bikers who are uh, leading the protest with the man behind the flag, right? Bows up with them, gets confrontational. If cops come out of nowhere, detain the individual who's trying to just get home because they're listening to the will of the cops or to the will of the mob. And just like that, there is no law and order. You don't have any rights. This is about the community guidelines. This guy violated the community guidelines. And now he's got to be removed from society. So let's play that one more time and let's see how this all unfolds. He's like, I live right here.
Insane. And so get used to that. Uh, get 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 used to the po- political persecution. Get used to the law enforcement capitulating. Uh, getting get used to you standing up for your rights being a bad thing. That's where we're at now, to where you will get arrested for going against the mob. The very same mob that is willing to burn down buildings. This isn't China. This clip I'm showing for you guys, audio listeners, you guys can see this. This isn't China. This is in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. This is a church that's been destroyed, right? Because Maxine Waters told them, hey, get out there, stay in the streets more, be more confrontational. This didn't happen just the other week because we found out, you know, COVID was causing adver- adverse vaccine reactions. You know, they didn't find out that their pastor was, you know, uh, 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 skimming money from church funds to buy like an avalanche or something crazy like that. Or that, you know, their pastor had lied to them about taking the vaccine shots. And so now they have like all these crazy side effects taking place. No, 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 no. This church is burning either because of George Floyd, DeWante Wright, or Derek Chauvin. I don't know. Either way, this church is burning. Churches are being set ablaze only a couple blocks away from these so-called peaceful protests. <laughs> and they think this is a great model. This is, this is, this is great. This is fantastic. Right here, look at this. Antifa rioters, another clip for you guys of some of the increasing destabilization they're trying to get us used to. Um, Antifa rioters burn an Apple store in Portland. Now, what's this got to do with George Floyd? What's this got to do with Duante Wright? What's this got to do with uh, police accountability? What did Apple do? And that's what I'm saying. They're just getting us used to getting us used to destabilizing events, getting us used to the chaos, getting us used to the insanity. All in the name of racism. People getting radicalized by mainstream media and then going out there and causing committing these acts of chaos. Insanity. It really is. Let me read this quick article, and then I'm going to go ahead and start closing this out for you guys. I don't want to keep up too much of your time. Uh, this might be a switch up, given the configuration and kind of uh, how we're all dealing with things right now. But uh, I'll save more of my commentary for our current predicament and situation for our future show. Uh, but let me read this quick article to you guys from the most important news. This is by Michael Snyder. And uh, let's see if we can just go ahead and pull this up for you. It just talks about the situation we're in. And I had alluded to it earlier in the show, uh, just as something for people to think about. But when everybody's protesting like this, when we're all out there being crazy, destroying stuff, not working, not building anything, not actually building like a community or not actually building society, just focusing on our community. You've got to think about what that does. Uh, But right here, vast stretches of America have now descended into a state of deep economic hopelessness. And so we've talked about this, unfortunately, in the past, uh, some of the some of the more economic aspects of our situation. 
again, the socioeconomic devastation that COVID has brought, uh, technocratic billionaires increasing their wealth, their wealth like three threefold, uh, pharmaceutical companies basically skyrocketing because they're administering all these these treatments. It's like what I talked about just the other week with Lucas, our exclusive members. He's like, you're right. When he's, he's, he said I was right um, when looking at the vaccine, because I had said how the vaccine's going to be free, the treatments are won't be. And that's what we're seeing right now from Bell's palsy uh, to decreased lung functionality, seizures, all the other strange things that are popping up, 12-year-old girls being paralyzed, miscarriages, and more. The treatments for that are not going to be free. So that cute little vaccine that you got, that you took, where you got your cute little Instagram picture, that was totally free. But the treatments of the adverse reactions, they're not going to be. And so this is uh, medical bills are going to be off of the chain, too. And so, again, the socioeconomic devastation that COVID has brought has definitely changed the, the economic landscape of America. Uh, but let's let's read this and then we'll go ahead and start moving, moving on to close this out for you guys. It says, even though the stock market has been booming and the corporate media is full of talk about, quote, recovery, there are many communities in the United States where a permanent atmosphere of despair seems to hang in the air. It says the federal government gives us doctored numbers that show that the national unemployment rate is low. But in small towns across the country or all across the country, it seems like almost everyone is either unemployed or working extremely low paying jobs. Earlier this month, one such town was profiled by USA Today. Even before the COVID pandemic came along, the little town of Ogdensburg, New York, was deeply struggling. But now economic conditions have become extremely dire. Goes on to say that Ogdensburg is a tiny and desperately poor, so it experiences these national trends in concentrated form. The median house in this city of 10,000 people sells for $68,000, according to the U.S. Census. The average family earns $42,000 a year, and 2,300 residents live below the federal poverty line, giving Ogdensburg a poverty rate of 75% higher than the rest of the New York State. Then the economy closed. The governments of Canada and the United States tried to limit the spread of COVID-19 by shutting down the international border, including the curvy suspension bridge between Ogdensburg and Prescott, Ontario. In the smallest industrial park east of town, the few remaining warehouses and Canadian-owned factories shut down. The hospital in Ogdensburg, uh, Ogdensburg furloughed 174 people. Most restaurants and grocery stores stayed open primarily because, primarily by firing every person they could. Like millions of other Americans, most people in Ogdensburg are just trying to get, just trying to find some way to survive month after month. The fact that the stock market investors are now rolling in giant mountains of cash doesn't matter to the citizens of Ogdensburg. At this point, the city government is, quote, nearly bankrupt, and the latest economic downturn has, quote, fueled a spike in narcotic overdose and deaths. We've talked about that on the show. Um, that, of course, during the lockdown, this, is, this ties into pharmaceutical companies uh, increasing their wealth over the lockdown. Because of the lockdowns, you have people taking uh, Oxycontin, fentanyl, uh, Vicodin, uh, hydrocodones, lorries, all this stuff, man, and dying. Fentanyl has plagued and destroyed like our streets. Heck, yes, there's been a fair amount of overdoses from painkillers and more. Getting back into this, it says the economic collapse fueled by further crises. Ogdensboro city government is nearly bankrupt. It says the city says city manager Stephen Julie stores that depend on customer crossing the borders from Canada are nearly empty 
The pandemic closed 12-step groups across the St. Lawrence Valley, causing a spike in narcotics deaths and overdoses. It says that Ogden, Ogdenburg's struggles started 62 years before the pandemic when the opening of St. Lawrence Seaway destroyed the city's port. Now the city faces so many problems simultaneously, it's difficult for people to for people here to imagine what, quote, recovery even means. But, of course, Ogdenburg is far from alone. Similar articles could have been written about thousands of other towns and cities from coast to coast. There is so much economic pain out there right now, and it's getting worse with each passing month. I would agree. And this is where the socioeconomic reformation comes in, because you're literally having people pick up and leave from where they are, given this situation, given the economic situation they found themselves in, and they're leaving. Like even here, like houses, houses that would normally sell for like $100,000 are being bought up for like $400,000 right now. Like in other parts of the state that are a little bit more like secluded because of some of the work that I do, I go out there and they're, 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 re, they're either refinancing their houses or they're selling their houses for like three times, four times the profit. They got it. And that's because there's, there's some pretty choice real estate out here. We live in the desert. And there are some pretty cool little oases all over the place. But what I'm trying to say is it's getting worse, the economic situation, right? People being shut down. Businesses. And I talked about this at the start of the pandemic. A fair amount of the people that had the Netflix, that had the Grubhub, uh, that, that, that had the Uber, that were out there partying, all that stuff that they used to do, it's gone now, right? Because they either have to have their vaccine passport or they don't have, a, have the money to live that lifestyle or that, or that job is not there. This is, again, a part of the socioeconomic reformation, what some people call the economic collapse. And we're not done yet. There are other aspects or other uh, uh, sects of the community, so to speak, that think that another economic drop is going to take place in the next coming months. And so let me get back into this. It says, as he drives to work each day, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell gets a firsthand view of the economic suffering that he has helped to cause. Just two blocks away from his office, a tent city has sprung up that keeps just that, that just keeps growing and growing. And so again, more of that homelessness. When you've got again the normalization of tra- of, of human trafficking, 145 people being found in the back of a trailer in Texas, right? Tent cities popping up all over the place. The government incentivizing people to work or to, or to not work, right? We we live in a failed state. We live in a failed state. And at this point, America is bankrupt. And this is, again, why you have people getting into cryptocurrency, getting into alternative forms of investment, because they see that the dollar is going to crap. Our current economic model underneath this administration is going to put us in so much debt that if we don't start thinking about alternative ways to invest our funds or at least have like some type of finances, we're going to be screwed. This is not, again, the economic landscape of our grandparents or our parents from the debt that we've accrued just with, with, with COVID alone, it's going to be crazy. So yeah, no, we're seeing the declining days of this great empire. Uh, and these are the, these are the symptoms. These are the side effects, right? But you've got people like Madonna saying, Oh, we need gun control Which with stuff like this. We need more people with guns so that there can be some type of law going on. <clears throat> but let me get back into this. It says, unfortunately, the housing crisis in this country is only going to get worse as foreign governments, real estate investment companies and wealthy individuals gobble up properties at a feverish pace. Millions of upon millions of ordinary Americans are being priced out of the market. 
This is particularly true for young adults. At this point, most of them have moved back with their parents than ever before. Agreed. It's, it's, it is a true thing. Says the number of adults aged 18 to 34 living at home with their parents continues to accelerate to levels not seen in decades, according to Goldman Sachs. Uh, citing a U.S. Census Bureau data, which found that just over 33% have not returned, have returned to the nest. And while real estate in major markets is booming, the percentage of young adults in the boomerang generation who leave the nest only to return years later has taken a dive. They have called they, that's crazy that they call this the boomerang generation, because that is a, that is a that is an accurate portrayal of the situation. It's sad, but it is a very accurate portrayal. Like they are really getting us used to, again, being poor, being broken, being destitute, and not having any of the amenities or any of the luxuries that the next that the previous generation had. This is why they're getting us used to being austere, being poor, being broken, not having what, again, the previous generation had. Access to timeshares cruises, luxury watches, right? Nope. What we get to do is we get to be vegan. We get to debate whether or not we want uh, meatless meat, right? If we want to eat maggots because we care about the earth, that's that's our luxury, right? That's, that's, that's how we indulge. Getting back into this, so I can go ahead and start closing this out. It's a very well-written article, which is why I would recommend you guys go to to go sign up for any of the notifications that come from the most important news. These guys are really doing well. But getting back into this, it says, but at least the financial markets have been doing well, right? If you believe that this financial bubble is real, you are just deceiving yourself. It isn't going to last. But the social decay that is rapidly growing all over America will. Earlier today, I came across an article that claimed that the, quote, knockout game has returned to New York City. Says areas of the city which were generally thought to be safe, such as Midtown Manhattan, Chelsea, and the leafy Upper West Side, have all been locations of random assaults in recent months. Some are describing the assaults as proof of the, of the return of the so-called knockout game, and so and civil unrest continues to rage in many of our major cities on an almost nightly basis. In fact, rioters in Portland set an Apple store on fire Friday night. The clip that I played for you. It says, despite how, it says, did those rioters know that Apple is a woke company? Sadly, those involved in rioting, looting, and violence are not going to check whether you are woke or not when they come to your neighborhood either. As I've warned for a very long time, civil unrest in the United States is going to come to absolutely horrific levels. A lot of people out there expect that the civil unrest to just go away once Biden got in the office, but that obviously hasn't happened. As economic conditions deteriorate, people are only going to get even angrier. And the rest of the world will watch with great interest as the American cities burn. And my friends, I have to tell you, I can thoroughly see that we are in these beginning days. Just jo- just just turn on the news. Right. Just 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 see it from the D.C. activating National Guards to cops sitting up over here, detaining people for, for, for from riding bikes without having a bike lesson. Right to churches literally being burned a couple blocks away from these so-called peaceful protests. We are having nothing but chaos and destabilization on our horizon. And it's all being done by design. Right. You literally I, I played the clip for you guys. 
of a man literally being arrested for trying to go home. This is the upside down clown world we found ourselves living in that we have to make sense of. You've got police officers quitting left and right because they understand this is not a this is not a legal justice system. This is not the America that they're fighting for. No, what this is, is totalitarian control. Let me play for you guys real quick. Two clips. I'm going to close out this show for you guys. Two clips to encapsulate where we are at right now. This is a woman literally being held at gunpoint, right? For pumping gas. Pumping gas. Because they had issued a curfew. This is martial law. Call it what it is. This is martial law. And we need to understand what time it is. And it's only going to intensify from here. Uh, But here's this quick clip. U.S. soldiers force woman from car at gunpoint for pumping gas past curfew. Wow. You are under arrest for pumping gas. I've got that clip for you, my friends. And then one final clip to show you where we are at right now and where how 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 close we are to teetering on the verge of civil war. So as you see all that craziness going on right now in Minneapolis and around the world as well because of the lockdowns, just understand. We're at we're 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 inching towards a civil war. Here's one of the founders of Oath Keepers saying that active duty cops are training with militia members for a civil war. You need to be ready for it. They're stuck in the fires of racial tension. And I don't want to sit up over here and talk about all this type of stuff because you don't want to ever ask anybody to do something that you yourself wouldn't do. But you need to be prepared. You see how quickly they came for me. You see how quickly they're coming for Derek Chauvin. You see how quickly they're coming for America. The sad part is, is my friends, I think that we are quickly ending. We're, we're, we're quickly approaching the time frame to where we won't be able to meet like this, to where we won't be able to have fellowship. We won't be able to communicate so openly in the ways that we're familiar. They have come after our communications. They have come after our culture. They have come after our God. They have come after our identity. And eventually they will come after us. And so all I can tell you, my friends, is again, continue to be prepared and stay vigilant, knowing full well what's out there. And do not try to fall prey to everything they're doing. Don't get caught up in all the nonsense that they want you to. All of, you, all of this should just be confirmation 
and that <laughs> that that credibility that you're looking for because you know you're right, you know what's going, you can see the signs of the time. You don't need me to tell you. What you need is to tell yourself and to get closer with God in doing so, and to get closer within yourself and to understand again the time frame that we are in. Uh, but however, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. I know this wasn't our typical three-hour-long transmission. We didn't have all kinds of dynamic guests from all over the world. Uh, but this is, again, just letting you guys know we were dealt a major blow. This is two weeks or so after they have taken down our page, and we are still trying to scramble to figure out what to do. Uh, the, like I said, the website will be made in time. I've got a lot of personal things I'm taking care of at the moment. Uh, we are still doing regular posting over on Fanbase, fanbase.app. Uh, at the Freedom Faction. You guys can type it in. You'll see it there. Uh, we also are also doing our regular posts on Telegram. Uh, but I won't lie, guys. We're just kind of in the air right now. We're trying to figure out where we're going to land. Uh, and in the, meantime, in, the, in, the, in the meantime, we're still doing what we can to provide you guys with relevant and consistent information. Uh, but like I said, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noizera, Freedom Faction. Out.